0: morning everybody Uh, Very happy to be back as you know uh, last week all of us track pastors were away at our annual uh, retreat in Ipoh. we always go and retreat the week after Easter and every year it's very exciting every year there are casualties this year there were only two one pastor was chased by a black dog and fell down hurting his arms another pastor slipped on the wet floor during breakfast smashed his chin seven stitches. I think, as you can hear, I might have picked up a bug myself. Otherwise, all very restful, all very fun. And I return uh, ready for work. Now, at this point, I should say that I've received uh, a few complaints about my sermons, uh, complaints that the sermons are too short. (laughs) I find this rather complimentary as it means that some people are willing to listen to me. So this week, I went up to Pastor Melvin and told him that this Sunday, I was going to preach a 40-minute sermon. Now, Firstly, Pastor Melvin threatened to kill me. Yes, he said, I will kill you. Then he called me a donkey. All true, i got witnesses in the office. So in the face of such uh, violent opposition, I decided to preach uh, a short sermon instead. On life after death. Yes. Now so the Bible passage for today is Luke chapter twenty-four, verses thirty-six to forty-eight. This is the last chapter in the gospel account according to Luke. Chapter twenty-four, you'll know it's about the resurrection of Jesus and what happened afterwards. In chapter twenty-four, the risen Jesus has met two disciples on the road to Emmaus. These two disciples went back to Jerusalem to find the apostles, and to gather all the disciples together, and the two on the road to Emmaus, the two at Emmaus, told everybody that they had seen Jesus. And so we come to verse 36. And this is verse 36. And as they were talking about these things, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, to you. But they were startled and frightened and thought they saw a spirit. And he said to them, why are you troubled? And why do doubts arise in your hearts? See my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Touch me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have. And we, when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures, and said to them, Thus it is written that the Christ should suffer, and on the third day rise from the dead, and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. This is the word of God. Come, let us pray. And so father as we look to your word now we ask you to open our minds help us to understand the scriptures in jesus name amen now this is an exciting passage it addresses the question of what sort of body jesus had after he was resurrected what sort of body we will have at our resurrection you will see jesus did not appear as a ghost Although the people thought they saw a spirit, he was there in person. He had a body they could touch and feel. His body had flesh and bone. It was a body that could eat broiled fish. But it was obviously not a normal body. It could appear or materialize anywhere. Jesus suddenly appeared among the apostles, scaring them. And earlier in the chapter, when the two disciples were in Emmaus sitting at a table with Jesus, he could disappear just like that. He vanished from their sight. And finally, at the end of the chapter, if you were to read on, you will see that it was a body that could be carried up into heaven. Now, I think there are two questions that we can ask today then. The first is what does Jesus' body tell us about the resurrection? What does Jesus' body tell us about the resurrection? What happens when we die? Most Christians will say, we go up to heaven. I remember when I was a very small boy, uh, a neighbour had passed away. And at the corner of the road, at night, the family had uh, set up a bonfire. And I asked my mother that night, what's the fire for? My mother simply said, someone has died. So of course, in my innocence, I immediately imagined that they were burning the body by the road. But I wasn't scared. I was actually very curious, and I wanted to go and see. But my mother refused to let me go out, and insisted I go to bed. So in order to stay up for a few minutes more, I asked her, where do we go after we die? And my mom told me, we will go to heaven. I asked her, how long does it take us to reach heaven? My mom, I remember my mom saying to me that when she died, I wasn't to worry. I just had to go to sleep, and the next morning when I woke up, she would be in heaven. So, an overnight journey then. <laughs> I started thinking about how far heaven is from earth. What speed do we rise up to heaven? Where is heaven? Well, I fell asleep at some point, and since then, from time to time, I think about what happens when we die now today i think that many people including my mom misunderstand the resurrection at the resurrection we don't become angels we don't become stars in the sky we won't sit on clouds playing harps there is no overnight trip to heaven in jesus world in the first century the jews believe that resurrection meant a new embodied life in a new world. It means life in a new body. We won't be ghosts. It won't be just our souls that live on. No, we will get a new body. One that is like the old one, so people can still recognise us, just like Jesus' disciples could see it was him, it will be a a new body Um, looks a bit like the old because Jesus body could still exhibit the effects of the crucifixion which is why Luke says in verse 40 he showed them his hands and his feet what was the point of Jesus showing his disciples his hands and his feet if they did not bear the marks of crucifixion so our resurrected body will look like the old one. It will still be a body that can eat food, which uh, I think some of you may find particularly comforting. (coughs) But it's a body that will be different. A body that can appear and disappear. Maybe a body that will be 30 kilos lighter. A body that will not die. God will give us a new eternal body. Now for Jesus, as one theologian has pointed out, this happened right away, without his original body decaying, so that the new body was actually a transformation of the old one. Jesus died. And on the third day, he rose with a new body. The old body was transformed. And so when Peter and John looked into the tomb, they found that old crucified body gone. The linen cloths that had been tightly wrapped around the body were just lying there. And John describes this in his account. John says, Then Simon Peter came, following him, John, and went into the tomb. He saw the linen cloths lying there and the face cloth, which had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen cloths, but folded up in a place by itself. Jesus was in his new body, and he had left the tomb. For us, we will also die, and our bodies will decay or be burnt. Now, a few years ago, I had to exhume my grandmother at the old Bidadari Cemetery. She died during World War II, and she had been buried in Bidadari Cemetery for over 60 years. When we dug up a grave, there was nothing left of her body except two bones. Now today, almost all of us will be cremated. Our ashes may be placed in a columbarium or scattered at sea. So God will give us a new body in a new act of creation. And our new bodies will belong in both heaven and earth right now our bodies are earthly they are bound to earth jesus resurrected body is equally at home in both heaven and earth jesus appeared on earth to his disciples to paul jesus was carried up bodily into heaven so at home in both heaven and earth and our resurrected bodies will be the same our bodies will be at home in both heaven and earth but in the end and this is what the book of revelation says heaven and earth will be fused into one god will make his home among his people he will dwell with us and there will be no need for any temple anywhere we will live with him and wherever god is there is heaven if you want to read more about what the bible has to say About resurrection please go and read first Corinthians chapter 15 so the first question what does Jesus body tell us about the resurrection it tells us that we will have a new body just like Jesus at our resurrection and it shows us what kind of body that will be the second question for us today is what does it mean for us if we will have a new body In a new creation. In his last words to his disciples, Jesus highlights the obligations and imperatives of the resurrection for all of us in the church. So in today's passage, I think the resurrection lays down two requirements on all of us who are Jesus' disciples. First, we have to know the Word, and second, we are to live the life. Live the new life. So the first thing is to know the word. In verses 45 to 46 today, Luke tells us that Jesus first made the disciples understand what God had caused to be written. Luke says, then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures and said to them, thus it is written that the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead. We have to know the word. We have to know the Bible. The people of God know the word of God because it is through the word that we come to know God and know what he wants for us and know how we can please him. The Bible says this repeatedly. In Psalm 37, verse 31, speaking of the righteous, the Bible says the law of his God is in his heart. His steps do not slip. Elsewhere in Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 33, God says, For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. God's people know his word, it is written in our hearts. It gives us hope strength and certainty and we also remember that the bible tells us jesus is the word of god come to life again john says and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we have seen his glory glory as of the only son from the father full of grace and truth that is jesus so we are to know jesus the word Become flesh secondly we are to live the new life now resurrection proclaims that all things will be made new even our bodies and our lives and that begins now with the setting aside of our old lives and the beginning of new lives in Christ our new lives begin with the turning away from sin to God we were dead to sin. But now we have new life. And Jesus said in verse 46 that the mission of his disciples is that repentance for the forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations. We are to proclaim in Jesus' name that repentance for the forgiveness of sins is found in God we have to personally in other words turn away from sin and death repent and receive god's forgiveness and this is an individual a move a personal affair but beyond that god's plan according to the bible is that all nations will experience god's grace and love through repentance and forgiveness To renew the world, to change the world, repentance and forgiveness are needed on a larger scale. So when South Africa broke free from the chains of apartheid, they didn't round up all those who had benefited under the old regime, take away the land, put them on trial. No, South Africa assembled a truth and reconciliation commission led by Bishop Desmond Tutu of the Anglican Church. They held public meetings during which witnesses spoke about the atrocities committed against them. And all these were recorded down. But the perpetrators of these crimes on both sides were also invited to come tell the truth, to fully disclose their crimes and seek pardon. Because the Truth and Reconciliation Commission was empowered to grant amnesty under certain conditions, provided people told the whole truth. How effective the Commission was is open to debate, but the Commission was meant to bring closure and rehabilitation to victims, to bring healing to the whole nation, to bind up its wounds. After all the suffering and deaths, there is new life for the country. And since then, there have been similar commissions set up all over the world. Chile has a Commission for Truth and Reconciliation to deal with the atrocities committed under military rule. There is a Truth and Reconciliation Commission of Canada to deal the trauma of 150,000 Aboriginal children forcibly taken from their families and put in residential schools. This happened over 100 years. And this is a movement spreading all through Canada. These countries have all realised that retribution and vengeance are not the only options. It is repentance and forgiveness with justice that heals communities and nations. It makes whole peoples stronger. It breathes new life into countries. And it all begins with individuals like you like me, repenting and forgiving as we receive forgiveness from God. It begins with Christians deciding to live a new life, a life turned away from sin, centred on God, a life of grace and love, a life that proclaims in Jesus' name repentance for the forgiveness of sins to all nations, proclaiming that there is life after death so i urge you now to know the word and to live the new life today are you reading the bible regularly do you know the word of god well if not why not make a commitment today to read through the whole bible to know god's word in the bible god's word in jesus very well do you still require forgiveness from some hidden sin that you have not confessed? Then I ask you, before you come for Holy Communion, confess your sin and receive forgiveness from God. Repent and sin no more. Is there someone you need to forgive, someone you need to be reconciled with? And then I ask you, pray for that person now, Afterwards, at the communion rail, after service, ask God for strength for you to find reconciliation. Forgive as you have been forgiven. Know the word. Live the new life now. That is Jesus' call for all of us today. Come, let us pray. Father, we thank you. You called us into your family. You've made us your people. You've turned us away from sin and death. You have poured grace and forgiveness into our lives. Help us, Lord, every day. Grow as your people. Grow deeper in relationship and love with Jesus. Become more and more like the people you want us to be. Help us, Lord, live the new life that others may find life in you.